0: Welcome to the Year of Freedom on the Success Road Podcast. My name is Joshua Rivers, your host. Today, we're going to be talking about financial freedom, becoming debt-free. This year, my wife and I have some definite financial goals, and we have a plan that we are following to be able to achieve that. The biggest financial goal that we have this year is to become completely debt-free. And yes, that includes our house. So let me share a little bit about our journey. And then after I do that, I'll share some things that you can take away from it as well. My wife and I were introduced to Dave Ramsey back in 2004. Well, we weren't introduced personally, just introduced to his book, uh, Financial Freedom. We had been married less than a year at that time, and we had a little bit of debt, we, I had a credit card when we first got married, which had been maxed out between a laptop computer and engagement ring and a honeymoon, among several other smaller things. And then my wife had a car payment. And so personally, I was terrible with finances. And so with that maxed out credit card, for example, there was one time or maybe several times before we got married that I'd gone to an ATM to withdraw $20 from the credit card. I deposited that money in my checking account, and then I wrote a check and paid for that same credit card at $40, and so I really was not making any ground at all. In fact, I was gradually getting deeper in the hole following that um, quote-unquote plan, and so definitely terrible at finances. My wife, on the other hand, was pretty good with finances. She did have a car payment. But she did have money and savings, and she managed her money pretty well. And so, in reality, she is the big reason why we are having financial uh, success now. Now, during those early years in our marriage, we worked to pay off those debts. We quickly paid off the credit card, followed off by paying a car off a year or two later. And so, we were putting money in the savings. And so, we started getting a little lax on our spending as my wife went to school to become an LPN. She also became pregnant with our son, and I always knew that my wife is special. That's why I married her, but this pregnancy really proved it, so she ended up having a rare condition where morning sickness wasn't just in the morning, and it wasn't just during the first trimester. She was sick all the time and all throughout the pregnancy, even during labor, and so she literally threw up as she was pushing our son out. And so we were told that only 2 or 3% of women actually experience this severity. I can't remember the name of this at the time. But so my wife is extra special in this regard. So with the pregnancy complications, while she was going to school, we ended up depleting our savings and we began charging on a credit card. And then um, we got a new car as well. And so um, I had... um, I I had uh, lost my car. It had some problems. We ended up getting a new one to be able to replace it. And of course, with that came a matching payment to go with that. And so and then a couple years later, along came my daughter. And so this was a lot like pregnancy number one. But I'd say it's probably about three times worse. And so luckily, the credit card had now a higher limit. Well, luckily is uh, maybe not the best word to use. But by the time my daughter was born in 2009, we had over $20,000 in debt between medical bills, the car payment, and the credit card. And so this was in addition to the $90,000 mortgage that we had, which we never should have qualified for in the first place. We have absolutely no idea what the bank was thinking when they approved the loan for us. And so... Well, my wife was able to graduate from that college. She got her LPN, and she started making a little bit more money. We started making up a little bit of ground. We were able to pay off the car in 2010, and so that was a year or two early, as well as we were able to knock out the medical bills, and we were making some progress on the credit card. It wasn't completely gone yet, but pretty close. And so we ended up moving from Illinois to Michigan in 2009, And then we moved back to Oklahoma in 2010, which is where we met and where my wife had basically grown up. So my wife's parents allowed us to stay at their house for a very low amount. And so definitely very thankful for that. And so thanks, Dad. And um, that allowed us to be able to finish off the credit card and then put a good chunk in a savings, which we used to be able to buy our current house. And so we were able to do that in May of 2011. And so while this was really exciting for us, it did present us with an issue because we still had our house back in Illinois. And so we were renting it out at that time, but the market was still in decline there and we ended up losing the renter and we ended up going into short sale on the house. And so I mentioned before that we had $90,000 on the mortgage. We ended up, Short selling for I think it was thirty eight thousand, so way 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 below the value, and so, so that ended up going to the short sale. I uh, can't remember somewhere around two thousand thirteen, and so, but somewhere in the middle of this, we ended up finding our credit card again, and we charged about three thousand dollars on it in a very short amount of time. Most of it was on a Black Friday. And so we got a lot of stuff that we probably didn't need and uh, definitely a lot of things that we only wanted. And so, well, not too long after that, we found Dave Ramsey again. And personally, I'd never listened to his radio show before that time. So back when we were introduced to him, I had heard that he had a radio show, but I never had listened to it. Um, But now this was in... Uh, this was in the beginning of 2012, I believe it was maybe late 2001. And so about the time that we got to this point and, and so I started finding his show on the radio and I would listen to it on my way to work. And so my wife and I started to get a little bit more intense after, after a little while of me listening to it. And then she was listening to it, uh, listening to it as well. And so as Dave would say, we got gazelle intense. And so over the next couple of years, we ended up paying off the credit card. Actually, we paid the credit card off pretty quickly. um, And that left us with just our new mortgage. And so we built up a three-month emergency fund as well. And so we'll talk about the um, baby steps here in just a second. So we did that. We got our three-month emergency fund up. And my wife was back in school yet again. And this time she was working toward getting her RN. And so this time we were a little smarter. We didn't put any of it on a credit card. We were doing it all debt-free. And so, and luckily her work was working with her on the time. And so that was a help as well as um, our parents. Again, uh, her parents, I should say, were very, very um, helpful during this time and helping to watch the kids while I was at work and she was in school. And so that was, again, very helpful. Um, At the end of... Uh, this month that I'm recording this in January, 2016, we are looking now at about $30,000 left on our mortgage. And we plan to continue our intensity and we should have it completely paid off this year. And so over the last two years, we have been extremely um, intense and some people would say that we're crazy for the amount of money that we have paid off on our mortgage. And so now some, action steps and so the main thing i mentioned dave ramsey a couple different times already so we started following his baby steps that he has outlined um uh throughout the years he's come up with these baby steps and so the first one is to have a one thousand dollar emergency fund and so that is just in case something comes up you got some kind of emergency um you have $1,000 to be able to draw a fund to be able to take care of that without dipping into your normal monthly expenses um, and your monthly budget. And so you can be able to do that. Of course, when you use that, you need to uh, work on trying to repay that back as well in this process. Uh, So that's the first one. Number two is to pay off all debt um, except for the house. And so paying off all debt, so that's credit card, medical um, mom, dad, grandparents, whatever. So anyone that you owe money to pay that off and so become debt free in that regard. Number three then is after you pay off that debt, you um, build your emergency fund up to three to six months of emergency of, uh, of expenses, excuse me, three to five, three to six months of expenses and That will give you an even bigger buffer for things that can go wrong, which um, which I mean, depending on the level of debt that you had, this may build up pretty quickly because now you don't have all that debt that is holding you back to be able to build your emergency emergency fund. And so that should help you quite a bit um, being able to do that. After you get that up, you move on to number four and five, which are done. Basically at the same time. So number four is to invest 15% in retirement. And so be able to give that to um, 401k IRAs or some kind of mixture of that. And then number five is to fund children's college. And so doing that in some kind of fashion. And so there's different ways so you could be able to do that. Um, and for each family, um, this is going to look differently as far as the amount and all that kind of different stuff. Um, But creating a plan and setting aside money that can uh, be able to do that. Uh, Number six is to pay off the mortgage. And then um, after you pay off the mortgage, you have absolutely no debt. You have hopefully the kids college um, funded or taken care of or at least a plan in place. Um, And then you have... um, at least 15% going into retirement. This puts you in a great position now to where you have very little expenses and you are able to maximize the, um, maximize the income that you have. And you can be able to then number seven, build wealth. And so now uh, as full disclosure, we don't follow Dave's plan to a T Um, we have listened to others advice and we've adapted Um, some different things and so but Dave's plan though is the primary foundation for what we're doing and so as Dave will tell you your biggest wealth building tool is your income and so which is why um, he and we and many other people um, promote going going debt-free not having debt and so And so the best way to be able to maximize your income is to be able to reduce the expenses and getting rid of debt is one of the biggest ways to be able to drop your expenses. And so we are on that brink of being able to really see and really understand what we can do with our income that is uninhibited by any debt, including the mortgage. And so it'll be awesome when we be able to get to that point. And so I know that I've heard some people say that, um, especially around car payments, that they have this feeling, they have this thought that car payments are always going to be around that. For some reason, they're always going to have a car payment. They're not going to be able to get away from it, but this is simply not true. This is um, a matter of two different things. It's um, earliest, maybe more than that, but two things in particular That I want to look at it has to do with planning properly and learning to be content and so our last car payment was in 2010 and so um, my wife had a car payment uh, when we uh, before we got married which carried into the marriage that we paid off and then we got a new car payment uh, that we had and we paid that off in 2010 since that time though we did buy a van I think it was in 2013 and we paid $5,000 cash for it because we had our emergency fund. We had that five thousand dollars available to be able to pay for the van um um entirely in cash from uh from uh, from an individual and so we're able to do that and so uh the reason we needed to do that is my car had died. I had a um a I can't remember what year it was I think it was a 91 um Sable and it was uh, a miracle that it lasted as long as it did. And so it had died many times. I had many issues with that, uh, with that vehicle. And one time it stopped working. I wasn't able to start it when I was at work to be able to get home. So I ended up being able to find someone to give me a ride home. And a couple of days later, my wife and I were able to come back and we we're able to pick up that car. And I was able to get it started and so she followed me as we went to the salvage yard. And just as I turned into the parking lot of the salvage yard, the car died again and wouldn't start. I ended up coasting the car into a parking space. I parked it, walked into the building, handed over my title and got $200 in exchange for a car that wouldn't start. And so, uh, so anyway, so we got rid of that. we were able to pay $5,000 cash for a minivan the very next day. And so, Um, and so we were able to do that. So now we have two vehicles that are completely paid off. We have no debt on those whatsoever. And so, um, and, and so it is possible to be able to have vehicles and not have car payments. And so, again, like I said, it comes to planning properly. And so following this plan to be able to pay off debt and build an emergency fund, And then learning to be content. And so too many people think that they need a new car before they really need a new car. And so they just want to get something that's nicer, something that um, maybe having something that's a little newer, a little shinier. And they have different reasons and different things like that. People get caught up in competition many times with things like this. And so um, if you can be able to control those things in your life, um, you can be able to do a lot better at not being able to have a car payment now, of course, yes, I do understand that um, other things happen. Um, there's uh, th- there's this thing that that tends to happen whenever we try to plan and things start to go wrong and accidents happen and and so I understand all of that and so but when you do the proper planning and you have contentment, it will greatly reduce the issues that people can be able to have in this regard and so. It takes that discipline and accountability. And so accountability is another thing. And that's really where my wife comes in. I, like I mentioned, I'm terrible with finances. If it wasn't for my wife, um, I would be in a lot worse situation or we would be in a lot worse situation with our finances because I see money, I go by. Um, and so, um, I, I resolve that by not letting myself see money <laughs> at least, uh, as, as much as possible. And so, um, And so anyway, so another thing that helps to be able to do this. So uh, we talked about planning properly, about being content, about having um, accountability. Um, There is another thing that really helps, and that is to have a reward. And so as we really started to try to pay off our house a couple years ago, um, we set a reward for our family, and that was a family trip to Disney World. And so my kids right now are nine and six. And so they would love to visit Disney World, and we would love to be able to take them. But we set this goal that we are not going to go until we pay the house off first. And so we set this goal back in 2013. And so we set the goal when we told our kids, we said that we're we're gonna we're gonna be doing a, a lot of we're gonna put like everything we can to the house. We're gonna be going out to eat less. We're not gonna be doing extra things as much. And so we're going to be really focusing on paying off the house. And after that, we are, when we do pay off the house, we're going to be going to Disney World. So, of course, they got excited. But then, of course, in their mind, um, a week is a really long time to wait for something. And then you look at a couple years, that's like an eternity. And so they were excited about going to Disney World, but they weren't exactly excited about the timeline for it. The reward, though, was a help. And so, and we didn't just talk about the reward, we created a visual, and so we created a um a board with a basically a blueprint of our house on it and so much like people use a picture of a thermometer to be able to show the progress toward a goal and so they start at the bottom and they have uh, different markings along there, and they fill it in as um, as they make progress toward their goal so we did this with There's the board with the blueprint of our house, and so, so it's a a rough outline of the way our house looks. And in that, there's a bunch of little squares in there. So each one represents five hundred dollars for each one. So for every five hundred dollars we pay on the house, we fill in one of the squares. And so then, in essence, when all the squares are filled, the house is paid off. And so we got our kids involved in being able to help color in some of the squares. And so my wife did the majority of the coloring in and then um, we have uh, certain areas, certain rooms in the house that we let the kids be able to do. And so uh, that kind of built an anticipation so that as we got closer to that room, they got started getting a little bit more excited because then they were going to be able to be the ones to be able to color in the squares And so they, they did that. So they got excited. They got the color in the squares and then we went back to a a section to where me and my wife would do the coloring. And so, and then we came to another area where they'd be able to help color in the squares So that, so again, we were able to keep that, um, keep that excitement going as we were doing that. And of course we were paying lots of, we were putting uh, as much as we could toward it. Basically we're putting my wife's paycheck entirely to the house while we were living on my paycheck for the rest of the bills and the expenses that we had as far as that. And so we were putting a lot toward it. So we're able to color multiple squares every month. And so they were able to see this progress. And so now we get to this year and we're able to um, see the light at the end of the tunnel. And so um, I'm gonna try to have a picture of the board in the show notes. So if you want to go to joshuarivers.net slash financial-freedom, you can be able to get the show notes for this and you know highlight the different things that I've talked about in this, uh, along with the uh, the steps and things like that. There's, uh, I'm also going to put a picture there that I got a selfie of myself with Dave Ramsey in the background signing our house, uh, or our, the board that, that, that we had there for Uh, pay off that house, I think is, is the way we titled it. And so, um, so he's signing that for us. And so him and his um, daughter, um, Rachel, Rachel Cruz, um, both signed that board for us. And so, um, so anyway, so again, another um, little time of being able to try to include the kids in that was we went and saw them live uh, for a book signing. And so, So anyway, so those are the things that we're working on personally and things that you can be able to implement in your life to be able to create more freedom in your life is by getting rid of debt, being able to get that financial freedom in your life. Now, this ties in also with my second goal, which is career freedom. And we're gonna talk about that in the next episode, which should come out um, in another week and a half or so. And so, and there's a lot of things that I am working on in that regards. I mentioned some of it in previous episodes, but definitely working hard toward that um, this year, really trying to strive for that. So we're going to talk about more about what I'm doing in that and some of the things that you can be able to take away with that. And I'm going to have some clips from uh, past guests that I've had on the podcast and be able to share some of the things that... Um, they've done some of the things that they've suggested that have helped me and that I know that will help you as well. So that's what we can look forward to in the next episode of the success road podcast. So with that, we're going to go ahead and sign off and I will talk to you next time. God bless.